everyone. Welcome to Podcast Insider. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, joined by my co-host, Mr. Mike Dell. Mike, how you doing? Doing good. Winter is back up here, which is oh. a little weird. <laughs> well, that's interesting. It's just raining down here. So I, I'd rather have it just snow and cold or for, forget it. Let's just get on with it, you know? So <laughs> yeah, it won't the, last the, long. Looks like we're, it's all going to melt off. So yeah, the, the gray, you know, if you live somewhere, it's not gray. Just feel, feel confident. <laughs> you know, the only artificial light I get is from uh, uh, lights in my office. That's it. You know, there's no, <laughs> there's no sun uh, adding to the uh, vitamin D, but Hey, we've got some good news for you. Best practice. We've got some blueberry news, a pro tip, of course, the question of the week. And uh, we kick right off with the news. Do listeners want video? Yeah, there's a study that's been going around. It uh, says that 46% of podcast listeners prefer consuming video or podcasts with video in them compared to 42% who would rather just listen without the video. And, you know, and I, I just think that this comes up a lot. Uh, you know, there's there's something cool about video and, you know, it doesn't hurt to add that as a component. We've done that here uh, at times and you do it with your shows and, and all that. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that kills the advantage of audio. You You, you can't really be doing a lot else while the video is running. Now, you know, go ahead. And, uh, you know, you were saying... Well, I, I think what I think what it is is that some people like to have the video up and then they glance up and they look at it. <laughs> I think that's you know my audience on my tech show seventy five twenty five and then seventy thirty on new media show for who listen and who watch and um, I'm sure they just glance up and there's something interesting and there's some sort of debate going on. I think if you look at some of the more popular video podcasters, those that are doing video as a regular part of their show, they're often in a studio. It's a professional studio. It's four or five yeah. people that they're on spit wads at each other. It's 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 a little different vibe than just doing an, an interview show where you have someone on that maybe's never been on camera before. So I think it really it really depends on the show and the type and the makeup and what you're doing. People though, you know, we've moved into a generation of they have to see it. So yeah. I understand why some people want to watch. But again, I don't think it's like if I'm watching YouTube and there's a channel that I'm interested in, sometimes I don't always watch the video. I listen to them talk while I'm doing dishes or something. So right. I can understand why a percentage of people want to to watch versus listen. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the opposite article here by the podcast host. <laughs> why video can't and won't replace audio and podcasting. And he makes some good points here. Well, I, I think what it boils down to is that there will be shows that you can obviously listen to a lot more than you can watch. You, oh, yeah. You, when you're driving or on the bus or wherever you are, that's a different consumption time point. <laughs> I, I can't watch a video at the gym, but I can surely listen. So there's definitely more audio listening hours, but at the same time, I dedicate certain number of hours a day to video. So I think oh, yeah. it goes both ways. It's, I think you know, it's a different, it's a different thing. You know, the stuff I watch on video is a way different thing than what I listen to on audio. But well, I, lo I love one of the, the quotes here. He says, video takes you, but audio goes with you. Well, that's true. 
That's true. But I think at the same time, where I'm consuming the majority of my content now is uh, for audio, obviously in the car. But when I'm at home, it's it's about 90% video. I very rarely listen to audio alone, uh, you know, singular as a content consumption when I'm at the house. So I, I think everyone's a little bit different. Oh, yeah, but- for sure. You know, like, you know, I like to listen when I'm tinkering with something out in the garage or, you know, working on stuff or, or you know, that kind of thing. And again, you know, we I don't have cable or, or anything like that. So I, I watch a lot of YouTube and a lot of yep. uh, that kind of stuff. And, and those would be considered, in air quotes, podcasts, sort of. But, uh, you know, I, there's very few what people call podcasts that I watch the video on. Um, yeah, that's just me. And I, and I think, too, is there is this move. It's very, very obvious that a lot of more people are adop- adopting live and it's for mm-hmm. the interactivity. Sure. So I think from a podcaster standpoint, their desire to go live is more about getting an audience and getting interaction during the show versus really worrying about that being put out as a as a video podcast but anyway there's room for both it's fun oh yeah there's nothing wrong with video yeah video podcasting was pretty popular when podcasting first started yeah it's growing now considerably so that's good yeah (laughs) but anyway we'll see podcasts have been removed from search at google it was uh an interesting announcement uh, or, or discovery. Discovery, yeah. Uh, uh, Cridland over at uh, Pod News wrote this up. But, you know, when you used to search for podcasts, you would come up with, you know, three sample episodes of, of some of the results and all that. And that is now gone. It's gone. Yeah. And, that, uh, and Google told uh, James that, uh, as intended, so we're constantly experimenting with ways to improve the experience, you know, the, the typical yeah, so what it, answer. What it re- really <laughs> means is it was not getting any traction. People were not clicking on those search results. If, yeah. they, if they had been, Google would have left it. So this is just an obvious shift because Google is definitely going to move stuff into YouTube. Will the Google podcast app go away? It's, we'll see. But we know that the podcast uh, group has been moved into the YouTube team or or vice versa. So something is coming with YouTube. I just don't know what it's going to be or how it's going to be shaped or formed. Um, I still don't think that unless you have a video component, people are going to listen to very many podcasts on YouTube. So again, again, it feeds that video mantra. Yeah. Well, you know, they've got that YouTube music service, which is, you know, kind of like Spotify music and and Pandora, whatever, and uh, maybe they'll roll their podcast efforts into that app, but who knows? Yep. But interesting. So uh, there's an article about from The Verge saying new, a.k.a. new shows, podcast creation has drastically dropped since 2020. I Again, we're okay, not seeing they, that here as were much. They, were they getting this this messaging? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, Ashley, I think, that wrote this, uh, it, it was actually the newsletter over there so it's only one chunk of that article but you know they they say that 2022 had lower new shows than even pre-pandemic so they had like 337,000 podcasts were launched in 2019 compared to 219,000 in 2022 so i don't you know they might be getting those stats from apple i i don't know where they're getting those but that's Possibly true. I mean, you know, in 2020. Well, here's what we know right now. Things are pretty flat. Yeah. There's, there's, there are, there is growth. It's very, very small. 
But at the same time, what they had in those 2020, 2019, 2018 timeframes is a podcast host that came on that offered free podcasts. Millions of people went over to launch shows over there, which are now dead. And the folks that are just not seeing that many, you know, Spotify now say at 4.7 million shows, yet the indexes that we rely on are just over 4 million. And the number of dead shows over at Spotify really number in the multi-millions. So they may have that many over there. So, so numbers can get skewed based upon players like anchor having come on the, the space offering free hosting and then people kind of figuring out that's just the place where uh, shows kind of launch and die. Yeah, they either uh, launch so, and die or they graduate to a better platform at some point if they take it seriously. Right. So I, I don't put a lot of number, a lot of, I do know things, number of episode creations are, have taken, have been pretty flat. It's mm-hmm. again, slowing, you know, slowing down. And I think there was like 20,000 new shows launched last month. So still considerable number, but we'll see. The podcasting spaces went through a little bit of lulls and, 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 but it's always continued to have a steady climb. And I think that's what's happening here. Everyone thinks they're going to be massive growth all the time. And that's, that's not just the case. So I guess on to our next thing, uh, best practice. While not always accessible to everyone, if you have the means, consider upping your bandwidth to reduce issues while recording, uh, assuming with a co-host or a guest. Right. And... Yeah, that's true. I mean, the better the bandwidth, the better the product. So I added some stuff there. Uh, you know, if you can't upgrade your bandwidth, you know, there's some tricks that might help. Uh, definitely do not use Wi-Fi if you can avoid it. Use a wired connection to your router. That makes a lot of difference. I know here I've tried it on Wi-Fi and it just, you know, it's it's way less, uh, right. you, know, you know, way less bandwidth or it seems to be. Everything I run here is wired. The only thing I have on Wi-Fi is my live audio stream. Everything else is is wired hard. Ah, good reason. So, uh, you know, like I said, if you can't upgrade to a faster internet, because, like, you know, where you live, it's there's not any real yep. options there. Yep. Uh, so you have to have that office there with a good bandwidth. Uh, do a double ender. Uh, it's a little harder, but uh, have each host record themselves and then just use the phone or Skype or whatever you're using to uh, so you can hear each other. But uh, you know, record yourself and have them record themselves if that's possible, and then you just stitch it together in uh, post. Yep. And uh, you know that sounds like you're both sitting in the same room because essentially you are. <laughs> it's far it works it works out if if you have a regular co-host it doesn't work so well if you have a guest but yeah you can get around that by using a lot of the services that are out there and leave the video turned off don't use video yeah that's the the third thing i put in there is just like turn your video off on both ends because yep. you know incoming and outgoing uh on either end it's just better to have have that off uh, and, you know, I think, too, is you can, if you if you think about it, the bandwidth needed to carry audio is very, very low. I mean, it's 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 small, maybe 
30 to 60 kilobits. Yeah. Whereas you add video, you could go to two or three megabytes of required video bandwidth going both ways. Yeah. So really, if you're if you're doing interviews, if you want to start off by doing the pre-interview in Zoom, let's say, with the video on, mm -hmm. and then when you get ready to do the actual interview, turn the video off. Or if you're seeing, you know, Normally what will happen is the video will start wavering first and, you you know, the audio will give out last. But, um, you know, be prepared to tell your co-host or the person that you're recording with that, hey, we're, if things get funky with the audio, <laughs> we'll turn the video off to try to save this thing. So Yeah, we, we have a, a co-worker that is uh, part of the year and really bad bandwidth and he does okay. Uh, you know, we just turn the video off and yeah. And works out. Plus, he uses a, a service that records locally and then stitches it together afterwards. So, you know, that works out pretty good. But there's a little lag sometimes. But I've recorded with him before. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a busy, busy week here yeah. at Blueberry. This uh, we, we launched QuickLinks. QuickLinks was launched. For Blueberry hosting customers, you ask, what is a quick link? Well, a quick link is the ability for you to have a solitary landing page at podcast.show forward slash your keyword, whatever you want to use. Uh, we pick podcast for Podcast Insider. So it's podcast.show forward slash podcast if you want to go over there and see it. And uh, really what we've designed is some of you may not have the perfect domain name. Maybe you're trying to figure out how to get someone to get access to all your information at once. The Quick Links allows you to have the ability to have your social, all your subscribe on locations, subscribe and follow locations, it allows you to have the ability to link to your website, has a player on it with closed captioning support enabled, a whole host of other functions uh, that really gives someone, it's kind of like a link tree type of yeah. replacement for podcasters. So definitely check out Quick Links. Yeah, and we should uh, be having a, a, a pro version of that coming or whatever we're going to call that uh, soon. Yeah, it's going to have a whole bunch of additional features that we're uh, finish, finishing up. And of course, a tool Mike and I have used for many, many years and was released just today. It's called Me uh, Media Mastering, Media Mastering by Ophonic. And I've used the Ophonic software tool for probably yeah. since their inception. I don't even know. I think the company started in 2013. It seems seems longer than that, but it's been a while. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I use it uh, on everything I do, and and now it's built right in. So in yeah. the uploader, there's a little checkbox if you want to do media mastering, and that basically runs it through Auphonic. It sets your loudness levels. Uh, you know, if you have two different hosts on different levels. It, Sets that it uh, brings it up or down to the uh, the the proper loudness and uh, cleans up some noise. It's 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 pretty uh, comprehensive and it's free until February eighteenth. Yeah, February eighteenth. So then after that, it's going to be an add-on uh, for hosting customers at Blueberry. So I, I'm again, I'm really jazzed about this uh, <laughs> this add-on and this integration. It just yeah. for you know, I didn't know if I would use it because I've had another tool that from a phonic. Mm -hmm. And, um, while I was, uh, doing my show production on Monday, when I tested, I got done editing my little bit of editing with the wave file. I dropped it in the uploader, 
turned on media mastering, continued working on what I was working on. And then just as I was ready to publish the show, the media file came back and had been mastered. So what happens is, is let's say a 60 minute program really will take about 10% of the show length. So it's about six minutes to master. So you send it off to get it mastered and then you continue work on your show notes. And then by the time it came back, I was ready to publish. And I thought, wow, that it essentially saved me one step. It saved me from having to load it in the tool that I have that I paid big money for. (laughs) And then, but instead I just, it did the same exact process, but I probably yeah. saved myself a step yeah. or two. And it converted it from wave to MP3, which that's, is kind of right. handy too, because that's yet another step. You know, I have to, you know, when I do, if I do a wave, I run the wave through my Alphonic software, and then I have to put it back into my editor yep. and then save it out as an MP3. Yep. This kills both those steps now. Yep. And you can set in the settings what bitrate you want the media file to come back. If you want to come back yeah. stereo mono, you've got the ability to set the, the levels. We do uh, lock minus 16 LUFs in. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. But yeah. I think the main piece of this is if you record on Audacity or whatever platform you record on to get your WAV file, again, name the WAV file as if you wanted to name it in your release. That's in yeah. for me, it was uh, GNC-2023-01-the-date.wave. dash 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 the date dot wave. I sent it up to, uh, for media mastering, it came back as an MP3, GNC-2023-01-the-date.mp3. Dot dot dash dash dot Bam, I was done. Like you said, I saved that additional encoding step. So uh, I was actually kind of surprised myself that, Wow, I, I figured I'd probably save myself at least two or three minutes. Yeah, and, and you know that uh, adds up over fifteen hundred episodes. Yeah, and if you do this day after day, yeah. episode after episode, you're going to get a beautifully mastered media file. And this is a great product. If you've never used it, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've got a whole month here to test it. So please do so. Yeah, listen to your audio before and after when it comes yep. back too. You'll 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 hear the difference. Absolutely. So we've uh, added podcasting 2.0 features to Blueberry Publisher, and uh, I found some more stuff they need to integrate yesterday into PowerPress. Yep. Forgot about all the channels, categories, <laughs> taxonomy, uh, post-type publishing, uh, those. Yep. So he's getting those features added. So I'm hoping next week we're going to have an update to PowerPress that is yep. going to include value for value, live tag, and everything else that wasn't in part of the dashboard. I think those were the only two main things, but yeah. But uh, we've we, uh, you know, we've, we've kind of tried to synchronize what we offer in both PowerPress and on our publisher, and we're going to be adding some new features in this next round. So, uh shoot me an email or shoot us an email and suggest what podcast 2.0 feature you'd like to see us embrace and uh, and put on our platform. I think the cross-app comments one is going to yeah, be, be pretty one. high on my list. But here's the features that we've added. Just so you know, transcript, locked. In other words, you lock your show so it doesn't get moved. Chapters, supporting basically post-show editing of chapters. Location, we've added credits. In other words, you can credit your host, co-host, guest, producer. Known as the uh, person tag. Yes. Live, live item tag which allows you to set yourself as live if you're doing live streaming, audio or video. Although right now it's really working well with audio. Mm -hmm. 
Then we have the value for value, and we're doing integration with Get Albi, so you'd be able to get a, a, a participate immediately in this value for value ecosphere and start teaching your podcast listeners about it and funding. Yeah. And uh, so those will be on all of our dashboard and PowerPress, we hope, early next week. We know it's, it's in the dashboard already. We may not have released value for value in the dashboard yet, but we have uh, it all built and tested and yeah. just now trying to sync our, our releases. So uh, big, big, I think we're going to be one of the you know most integrated, at least initially, podcasting 2.0 podcast host. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. And uh, like I said, if you want something in particular that you see on their list of tags and features, let us know. Of course, we also implemented uh, PodPing, which makes everything update quicker on the new app. So go, yeah. ch go check out and no, new podcasts. that's podcast. just a behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah. You don't even know it's happening. Yeah. yeah. But go check out newpodcastapps.com, I believe, and uh, that, that'll show you all the new podcast apps that are uh, embracing some of these new features. Yep. Also, I'm speaking at uh, PodFest Expo in Orlando. I think it's only... Yeah, I'm speaking Thursday, maybe Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So if you're in the area and you uh, have some, and we do have some expo-only passes available. If you want one, um, email Mike, myself, or Mackenzie immediately so we can get you the expo-only pass. But yeah. uh, I'll be in Orlando next week. And you're keynoting, too, of, of note. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I'm one of, like, it's, like, it's, a, it's a shared keynote. <laughs> so I get about 20 minutes to talk about value for value. So, all right, we got a, a Blueberry Pro tip. Uh, from Kate. Kate is uh, joining the, the Blueberry Pro tip sequence. <laughs> and her Blueberry Pro tip is, what do you sacrifice with bad sound? The human voice. It's the instrument we all play. It's the most powerful sound in the world, probably. It's the only one that can start a war or say, I love you. And yet many people have the experience that when they speak, people don't listen to them. Julian Treasure said that, one of the foremost authorities on sound and how to be heard. His book, How to Be Heard, and his accompanying TED Talk have had over 100 million views. So today we're talking about how bad audio can ruin a really great podcast. Back in 2018, a study was authored by Norbert Schwartz and Erwin Newman, for USC, the Australian National University, and they had 196 participants listening to versions of the same academic experts delivering talks and being interviewed. It was interesting. When they decreased the audio quality, the participants listening thought that the talk was worse, the speakers were less intelligent, less likable, and the research wasn't important. Imagine taking all of your acumen, all of your wisdom, all of your knowledge, putting it in a podcast, sharing it with the world, hoping to grow your business, your community, your hobby circle, your life through this podcast. But you have bad sound. You could have the cure for cancer and people aren't going to listen. Getting audio conscious isn't that difficult. Auphonic is a great tool. And you'll be happy to know that Blueberry has just announced an alliance with Auphonic. And Auphonic, when you load your file, it automatically masters, levels, and reduces the background noise. So you can increase your audio quality in one step. So imagine that small change 
can drastically improve the quality, intelligence, and likability and perceived importance of you and everybody on your podcast. There's been an age-old argument. You never sacrifice the content of a show for the quality of the audio. That isn't true. You can't sacrifice either one. And the truth is, every single show in Podland could be 40% more effective, successful, impactful, shared, liked, if your audio quality was better. So the pro tip for today is become quality conscious. Use the Auphonic tool that Blueberry has now. And if you need a little more support or more production help, head over to blueberryproproduction.com. We're the production arm of Blueberry, and we're happy to help. I'm Kate, and it's been fun talking to you. See you next time. Kate, thank you so much for the pro tip of the week. And again, Kate is part of our Blueberry Pro team, blueberrypro.com. Definitely check that out if you're looking for production services. Kate and the team take care of this show to make us sound better than we actually are. So, Mike, we got a question of the week. What are LUFs? Why is minus 16 LUFs the standard for podcasting? Well, I don't really know why or who decided that, but LUF stands for loudness unit full scale, which to normal people means as loud as a system can handle. Uh, For podcasters, it just means your show's audio will be as loud as it should be. And if we all do it at 16, minus 16 LUFs, people won't have to change the volume on their device between shows. And I think that's a good thing. You know, nothing worse than, you know, having to jump at the volume knob when a right. new show comes on you on your playlist. You're like, ah, you know, why is this? It's just like when you're listening to a radio station or a stream of music. All the music is, you're not going to have to bump your uh, your uh, volume between the music. So music has its own standard and uh, spoken audio has minus 16 luffs. Now, if you want to get geek out on it, uh, there's a link to a, a really geeky article that I looked at. Well, one thing is, too, is I was at a meetup last night for No Agenda. It was a bunch of uh, No Agenda fans, and uh, they we were talking about these ad insertions. And the guy says, I, I've stopped listening to some shows because you're listening in a certain audio and all of a sudden the ad comes on and it jumps up and it's, you know, it's 10 decibels higher. And I said, you need to tell the host. I said that they need to conform to the Luff standard with the ads as well so that you don't have this big bump in, in audio. Most uh, of the time every- the ads are, are right. Uh, it's usually that the show is recorded lower. Well, you know, it's hard to could say. Could be, could be. <laughs> it could be. But if everyone does minus 16 LUFs, and again, our integration with uh, Alphonic sets all your audio at that exact level that it's supposed to be. So uh, definitely check it out. All right. Hey, if you got a question you'd like us to answer in the show, drop an email to Mike at Blueberry.com, audio, text, or video, and we may use it. You can also post a question on the Blueberry Podcasting Facebook group as well. Yeah, and the best place for support with any Blueberry product or service is our ticket system. That gives the whole team access rather than direct emails or direct phone calls. Of course, you can also call our support line. And of course, it's at blueberry.com forward slash support. Now, we've been coming to you this week from the new media production studio in Quarter, Michigan, and Mike Dell's World Studio in Traverse City, Michigan, produced again by the Blueberry Pro Production team. Of course, next week, I'll be in in Florida. So you'll have another guest. So locations will, 
will change. Will change. <laughs> Likely McKenzie, but yeah, it might have a surprise for you. All right. So fill out our listener survey at surveys.blueberry.com slash podcast insider. And you can always schedule one-on-one with me, hosting customers only. Email todd at blueberry.com. And you can schedule a tech checkup with me, hosting customers only. Again, email mike at blueberry.com. And we have plenty of swag. So send us your podcast stickers with a self-esteem address envelope, and we'll send you a Blueberry Care package. That email, that mailing address is on the uh, the main page at podcastinsider.com accompanying these show notes. And if you don't have Mike, a sticker, you can uh, just email Mackenzie. Yeah, she'll, then she'll, she'll hook you up. She'll, she'll hook you up. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't have to send her a, a sass. <laughs> so, Mike, that's going to wrap us up for Podcast Insider. I want to thank everyone for being here with us this week. And uh, I'll be back uh, near the end of the month, I think. So, uh, yep. everyone, thanks for being here. Hey, right. catch you later. All right. Bye-bye.